is up, Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. I can't go see anything through this muck. <laughs> What's up, brother? Doing, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You got a professional setup back there. I've, I've just got windows and vacuum cleaners. This isn't, vacuum cleaner. this isn't a setup. This is this is the cemetery that I live in. This oh, is, okay. This is not a costume, you know. I hear the devil calling me in the house by the cemetery. Exactly, sir. <laughs> 13 for life. Cheers to some coffee. I know you just woke up. I just Thanks. woke up. I'm, a, I'm actually drinking some uh, throat coat tea because I've got like some sinus drainage going on. Uh, everyone is either sick or has the uh, the impending plague, so it's no problem, bro. We're playing the game of is it the plague or is it the normal cold this time of year? I think it's <laughs> I think everything is the plague. That's what they're saying. Everything is so. So fuck it. Just keep doing what did you're you doing. Yes. Did you hear that in South Africa they still deal with the bubonic plague? No, I did not hear that, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, they still deal with the plague. They deal with a lot of crazy shit. I hear in South Africa is the only place left in the world that you can get quaaludes. Did you know that? Oh, shit. Yeah, but it's also the only place in the world where you can get this plague. The so. plague and AIDS and great white sharks and fucking a bunch of other shit that will kill you at the same time. You know what I find ironic but funny is I saw a picture of Magic Johnson wearing a mask. Now he wears protection. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always got the good one-liners. Mike, that's. <laughs> I wish I wish I had that skill. You have you have the good jokes like that. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your mug say? I know my mug says, "Sucks without Bowie." Oh, life does suck without Bowie. Yeah, it just says "sucks without Bowie," and we miss Bowie. You know, are you a Bowie David, fan? David, yeah, David Bowie and Prince both wrote the '80s, so yeah, <laughs> I love both of them. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. And I know you love Alice Cooper, too, which is something we have a bond over. Oh, yeah. Alice is he's a real sweet guy and he's such a talented artist. Yeah, the the fact that the fact the fact that he's still with us is a freaking blessing because he almost died due to his alcoholism. Yeah, man. He's the he's a good example of someone who completely turned his life around for the better and is still doing what he's what he set out to do. You know, that's an inspiration for me. I heard I heard a hilarious story Alice told one time. He said he met Keith Richards, and Keith was a uh, drinking scotch or something out of a glass, and this was like somewhat recent. And Keith's like, "You went sober in the eighties," and Alice's like, "Yeah." He's like, begs the question, "Why?" And he, <laughs> and he walked away. There will be one Keith Richards, man. There's there'll be there will never be another one. So if it's a miracle Alice is with us, but it's a miracle he's with us because he is he is the he is the man. I think he is a demon. Well, what's crazy is is I've uh, I even mentioned this on the podcast. Lemmy and Keith are both known for being like drug addicts and all that shit, but you've never seen either one be unprofessional live or backstage. Right, because they know how to do drugs like a like a goddamn <laughs> <laughs> drink and do drugs like gentlemen you know <laughs> and then you had ozzy osbourne who was just doing crazy shit on stage yeah i i love ozzy but the dude was a real nutcase back in the day i think he still is a little bit too they yeah, had they I mean, just put out this cool documentary on him. it was called the nine lives of ozzy osbourne you can like watch I, on youtube did you see it i saw that i saw that yeah dude it was good I, I mean, there's a lot of shit I didn't know. He, I didn't know he, it tripped me out. He literally tried to kill Sharon. You yeah, know? I knew, I knew about that. Yes. I did not know that. And with Ozzy, he, uh, I, I, it's awful that he did it, but I admire him because he doesn't try to hide anything in his past. No, he totally he, is just like, it's not one of my proud moments. What do you want me to do? <laughs> you know? they're, they're, they're like, do you regret trying to kill Sharon? It wasn't my best fucking moment. Or just, or that much. It's a fantastic Aussie <laughs> impression, dude. You cracked me up. I, wish, I should put out the video of this podcast just so everyone can see you. Just like Hunter S. Thompson, all fuzzy. And in a, in a, in a, are you wearing a kimono or is that like a Hawaiian shirt? It's a Hawaiian shirt. Nice. You just woke up like this with all your with <laughs> jewelry and tea and Hunter S. Thompson glasses. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I woke up like this, no filter. 
I know it is true because you, you you texted me like super late. You're like, sorry, I woke up like 15 minutes ago. I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be right there. It's funny. <laughs> this is just how I am. This is how, how we so, do. So yeah, that's what I like about you, man. How is uh how is Pink Sock Podcast going? Is that still your your main thing that you're doing? Yeah, yeah, we do it. Uh, currently, we're live every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time. We just had Tower Stories this Monday, which we bring Jeff Towers on. He tells cool stories. He uh, was a runner for a lot of celebrities, which that job entails. He has celebrities get into his car, musicians, and he'll drive them where they need to go. So, so like we had him on one show where he talked about when he drove Tommy Chong around. Uh, He's driven Willie Nelson, I believe he said, around. Uh, How was was he able to drive with those two? <laughs> the smell alone of pot would be I, I know, I'd pass out on <laughs> I saw an interview with Tommy Chong and they asked him, they're like, Do you do you and Cheech smoke as much as you used to? And Chong's like, Nobody, man, smokes as much as we used to. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably so true. You know, that's fucking he, so cool. he he said they'd go through a pound like a day. And I'm like, I don't even know how that's enjoyable. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's a lot about back then you don't remember. That's true, man. I actually admire you because you recognize the Hunter S. Thompson shades. Of course, man. There's, well, there's, a, there's actually a funny thing. If you watch any movie from the 80s and 90s, if they're like gangster films or films that involve drugs, yeah, the character more than likely will be wearing these glasses. The pale yellow a- aviator Hunter S. Thompson look. Yeah. Yeah, because if you watch uh, the Big Lebowski or Lebowski or however you pronounce sure. it, sure, the character that uh, John Goodman plays wears those glasses. That's just true. I never even put that together. Look yeah, and, and also I believe it was a Lethal Weapon or a Die Hard film or something like that. One of the bad guys wore the same shades. Is Hunter S. Thompson an influence on you? Uh, kind of. The dude was uh, not that great of a person from what I've heard, but yeah. he he interests me. There's people that I don't really admire, but they interest me because of how out there they are as a person. I agree with you. Um, we can get to Marilyn Manson later, but right, right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, Char- or Charles Manson. How about that? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> As a writer, I like Hunter S. Thompson because I, yeah. I've always, you know, and what I do at Death Comes Lifting I, I, is a lot of writing and stuff. And I always like to be creative and write in that way. So he, his language, just his ability just to be himself and have a unique voice on paper, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just cool as fuck. And I, he, I create, like he created his own writing style too. That's what I mean. Yeah. Gonzo journalism. Yeah. Which is back then journalists would just write about the subject. Hunter S. Thompson's like, I am the subject. Yes. <laughs> He's like, listen to me. <laughs> Talk about me, about this. <laughs> yeah. Because if you read Fear Loathing in Las Vegas, he was hired by the Rolling Stone to do a journal about what was it like a motorcycle race or something like that. And the whole journal only mentioned the race once. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the original like Anthony Bourdain style in that way. You know, he just like kind of made him what he was doing. The subject of the book or the, the show, whatever you want to no, say. Nobody writes like him now either because he doesn't just write about himself. He writes about himself in third person and has a different name for the person he's writing about. It's crazy. And what's brilliant is the reason why he did that. I don't know if you know the reason why he did that. Tell me. He did, he did that because he was so messed up on hallucinogens and shit that he didn't know what was actually happening. So he just yeah. wrote what he thought happened. That's a good way to do it. I feel like a lot of good music is made that way too. That's why he has such so much in common with musicians, right? And if you like his if you like his writing, um, they actually have something called the Gonzo tapes, where it's the actual recordings of him while he was living Fear and Loathing, and his other books. Wow! Because he because he would carry around a tape recorder and talk. Right. And well, they like found... he was in the position to write that whole time, so he was recording himself and then transcribing it later, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And you can actually hear his attorney that came up legally missing in the background of some of them. 
No shit. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of funny to watch and listen to. Well, not really watch, but listen to, because his attorney talked like he did in the movie. He's like, "As your attorney, I advise you to." <laughs> and you hear Hunter S. Thompson back and goes, "I just want a goddamn hot dog." <laughs> what a strong move just to have your personal attorney with you all the time yeah and your personal attorney told you to get drugs and yeah. buy a fast car and go yeah. to vegas how could you argue with him I'd, right i do the same man i do the same <laughs> you're like i mean you are a legal expert <laughs> <laughs> right mike from the pink sock podcast told me to do it i had legal advice <laughs> I'm no, I'm no needs of a lawyer. I, I'm too honest to be a lawyer. Nah, me too, bro. That's why we do this. <laughs> My thought is, is like, if I was a lawyer, like, I don't know if the motherfucker was guilty, I'd be, I'd be a bad lawyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're not built for that, bro. No, no. So this is the Death Comes Lifting podcast. So who's your favorite serial killer? I don't know if I have a real life favorite serial. I'm, I'm so like not into true crime, you know, I, I really, I really don't like it. And well, I don't, I don't mean like, which one do you admire and will you live after? No, I mean like, which one interests oh, you most? <laughs> I, get I get it. I get it. I just don't really know if I know a lot. I think the creepiest is probably Albert Fish. Oh yeah. You know? So like, I, I feel like if I have to pick a favorite and I really like my favorite, Probably my favorite death metal album is Tomb of the Mutilated by Cannibal Corpse. And my oh, yeah. favorite song on that is Addicted to Vaginal Skin. And they have a, and they have a uh, interlude by Albert Fish in the, at the beginning. He, he says something about cutting out a young woman's vagina and possibly consuming it. And oh. uh, so for that reason, I think I'd rank him as my favorite, but I don't really have a favorite. Well, the crazy You're my thing favorite is, serial killer. I, I haven't killed anyone. Oh, good. <laughs> you passed. You passed the test. <laughs> no but uh albert fish when i first heard of him was a house of a thousand corpse yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a, that's an i love that movie i kind of wish the uh serial killer ride was real um, <laughs> yeah, yeah that would I, it probably is somewhere 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 somewhere, somewhere off a truck stop location in midwest yeah. The one serial killer that has always interested me when I watch documentaries and stuff, my go-to is either Charles Manson, which Rob Zombie recently released one about him. It's very interesting. It's about the last conversation Charles had on the phone. He Rob was in the Zombie middle of making this? a documentary at the time of his death. Really? Yeah, Rob Zombie did this. And he's the narrator, and I believe he directed and produced the movie. Uh, he wasn't the one on the phone with him, I don't think. But he narrated and produced the movie. And it's sure. really, it's really good. It's basically a whole new take on the crime. Rob Zombie was like, let's open our minds for a minute. Maybe he didn't do what he was accused of. Yeah. And maybe he was wrongfully put in prison. Yes, he was a psychopath. Yes, yeah. he had problems, but did he kill anyone? No, well, he didn't kill anybody, did he? No, he didn't. And yeah. the documentary also hints at that he didn't even tell them to kill anyone. It was Charles Tex Watson. He just took the blame. Well, have, yeah, for sure. Have you ever heard the uh, theory that uh, the FBI was experimenting and CIA, CIA, not FBI, was experimenting on him with like LSD and shit? I did not hear that. No. Check that out, dude. This dude was on fucking Joe Rogan's podcast. I'll send you the link. He wrote this whole book about Manson and the CIA and shit. He like dedicated his life to like this theory. And it's uh, it's pretty fucking wild. I mean, what do I know? But it's pretty wild. This dude, and he sounds like legit. Well, what Rob said was he said that uh, Manson was guilty by the public eye the second he went into court. So there was no way in hell he had a fair trial, even if he was innocent. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Because, because judges back then would go based on what the public thought. Because if you said he's innocent, there's a freaking outcry. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I think Charles Manson is pretty cool, like as a, as a like a pop culture like figure, you know, I don't know yeah. too much about him, but I think he's like Uncle Charlie, you know. He's his a nutcase. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, his music's wild. Oh, his music, his music's really good. Yeah, it's wild. That's what I mean. It's like folky <laughs> and weird and like kind of touching in a way. I mean, it's not the best thing you'll ever hear, but it's pretty fucking sweet. It was funny because I was listening to him and this is in no way made. 
uh, judging the musician that I'm going to mention. It's what my coworker said. I was listening to the Charles Manson's Look at Your Game Girl, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the Guns N' Roses version, yeah. the actual Charles Manson. And they're like, is this John Denver? I'm like, no, this is Charles Manson. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's John Denver. <laughs> yes, it is. Isn't it wild that only one person that went in front of the PMRC is still alive? Wow, yeah. I didn't even know yeah. that. Yeah, John Denver, Frank Zappa, and D. Snyder. The only one still around is D. D's a beast, dude. I love <laughs> I, I love D. Snyder. I would love to have D. Snyder on my podcast, dude. Me That'd too. be awesome. I'm trying yeah. to get him to rep rep some Death Gums lifting gear. He's in fucking <laughs> great shape. I'm trying to sponsor D. Snyder. I've dude, the guy's fucking amazing. He's like he ripped. You know, he never, you know, he never partied. He never drank. He never did. He never did anything. He was so dedicated to like his health and like performing and just like killing shit. He never. He never did anything. He was. I didn't know that. Sister. Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, when I when when I was uh, really getting into Twisted Sister, because I'm I'm a pretty big fan of Twisted Sister. Me too. You you'll know there's a lot of bands, like a ton of bands I'm a huge fan of. <laughs> As you hear me talking, one of them being Weird Al Yankovic, but we can get to that on another yeah, time. We, yeah, okay, for sure. <laughs> you seem like a Weird Al fan for sure. I don't know too much about Weird Al. I can, I honestly can't say that I do, but I don't dislike him. The guy is incredible, and if you watch him in an interview, it's hard to find an interview where he's being serious. Good. Like, like he never gives serious answers very often. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever see the interview, since we were talking about Hunter, did you ever watch one of the last, I think it was the last interview with Hunter, where he was on the Conan O'Brien show? No, I don't think so. He, You know Conan had the couch and then the chair set up? Yeah. The couch and the chair was connected. Well, Hunter, when he came on stage, most people come in front, shake Conan's hand, then sit down in the chair. Not Hunter. Hunter came behind the couch, moved the couch and chair like fucking doors, walked between the couch and chair and sat down. King. (laughs) Some Hunter S. Thompson shit. I love that. You know, got to make a unique entrance. Always. And then they then they asked him about Johnny Depp, and he's like, "Yeah, he's a crazy motherfucker. He's he was in my house." He slept in my basement next to the gunpowder. And Conan's like, why was there gunpowder in your basement? I make bombs. And Conan's like, what? And he's like, nothing. Get to the next question. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he's friends with Johnny Depp, though, or was friends with Johnny Depp. That's hilarious. Johnny met him late in life. Did you hear yeah. the story about how they met? Tell me. I may have. I feel Johnny- like it needs to be unearthed on this podcast. Johnny Depp, you can find the interview on uh, YouTube. Johnny Depp said that uh, when he met Hunter, and I have a friend that knew Hunter. Uh, of course she did. Brand, Brandon Powers of uh, owns the Golden Tiki. He actually partied with Hunter. He uh, was where one is, of the people. Where's that, the Golden Tiki? It's in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, okay. Is it like a? Uh, is it a casino? It, no, it's a tiki bar themed okay. yeah. restaurant. He, he actually has a room dedicated to penises. Like he has like different dildos and shit. And I'm sure. Like, I'm sure it does very well. <laughs> but yeah, he actually had uh, Hunter S. Thompson's original glasses and hat. Oh, that he wore. Uh, and also a buddy of his has the typewriter he typed up for your living in Las Vegas on. Which has, uh, yeah, he was on the podcast. Oh shit. That's cool. Um, but back to the story johnny yeah. depp when he when he was first casted for fear and loathing he went naturally to meet hunter s thompson because johnny depp is what we call a method actor he becomes the person that he's playing yeah well he wanted to spend time with hunter and hunter wanted to meet johnny so he was at this party and it was all cluttered like people were cluttered everywhere all johnny heard was out of my way you fucking animals and he heard a freaking zap here comes Hunter with a branding iron in one hand and a fucking cattle prod in the other. Fucking bodies flying and he's making a beeline towards Johnny Depp. <laughs> I love it, man. That's that's huge inspiration. Johnny Depp seems like a fun dude. I mean, he, he's yeah. friends with all the cool people, including Marilyn Manson, which we've danced around for, for long yeah. enough. I, I, I miss Marilyn Manson. I... I... As an artist and as a musician, I'm not saying as a person, but as an artist and a musician, he's great. Yeah. But but from what I've heard, what I've read and stuff, he is very capable of the things he's being accused of. I feel like he is too, yes. 
Um, Because Alice Cooper came out recently and they asked him about Maryland. And Alice stated, I can defend Johnny Depp because I was on tour with him. He's been in my band. Marilyn Manson, I've toured with, but when you're on tour, you don't really hang out with the person. He's like, I don't know him as a person. Yeah. So Alice, being the gentleman that he is, said, I don't know if he did or didn't do it. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure the answer is somewhere in the middle. I'm sure he did a lot of shit. I'm sure he did. Yeah. I'm also I'm also sure that some of it's exaggerated and some of it's false too. You know. Yeah, I mean? some some of it could be, but I've known people that have worked for his camp and he is a fucked up guy and he does crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like he would cut his hand open and rub the blood on his worker's face. Like he'd slap him with it and shit. Yeah, that's definitely something he would do for sure. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I'm like I'm like, yeah, it's it's a prank to you, but like, what if you had some kind of disease you didn't know about? I'm sure he does, don't you think? What, what kind of disease <laughs> do you think he has? <laughs> this whole podcast about what do you think Marilyn Manson what has? Marilyn Manson, but yeah, it's unfortunate that he's like that as a person, and I don't want to defend him in any way if, if that all that shit's true. But like, as an artist, and that his music has such a positive impact on my life. You know, just I, I, I growing up, I mean. I idolized his him as an artist, you know, just like Bowie and just like Alice Cooper. So it's it sucks to see that if, if well, all this is true, but I don't know, you know. What people don't realize is, is you can admire art, you can admire the music, you can admire somebody as an artist and not admire them as a person. I feel like yeah, <laughs> I feel like yeah, you can. It's hard for people to separate that though. Yeah. yeah. But you can. But you can. Well, the argument I, is I do. I choose to, you know, but well the argument. The argument people have is, is you're still paying for the art, so you're supporting the person. And like, I listen to music on Spotify. People don't get paid for that shit. <laughs> and, you know, you support everybody that helped make that art possible. It's not like you're just yeah. the one person, you know? Yeah. But then when you don't separate the art from the artist, in the case of like Alice Cooper, him being such the best dude, it makes his art better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it does have, it does taint your legacy and work a little bit, which is, which is a, a shame, pun intended. <laughs> you said taint. That's what I said, <laughs> pun intended. Taint, tainted love. <laughs> uh, did you hear Beavis and Butthead's coming back? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Mike Judge announced that they have two seasons coming to Comedy Central. Oh, that's cool. They're going to try, they're trying to compete with the streaming services, probably. It's and they have a movie coming to Paramount Plus. There you go. Um, see? Well, what's crazy is with Beavis and Butthead, Mike Judge said that he's changing the format. It's Might not well, gonna, you know, it's not it's not gonna be teenage Beavis and Butthead anymore. Okay, so are they are they old Beavis and Butthead? Middle-aged and raising their children, from what I've heard. Oh no shit. <laughs> so that means they scored. That's cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they fi- they finally got laid once at least. <laughs> I, were you a big Beavis and Butthead guy? I, I was, and as an adult, uh, I, I am what they call a cannabis connoisseur, uh, and uh, I love and I love Beavis and Butthead now. Um, <laughs> is, is that what relationship does that have to cannabis? Is it like uh, only not, when you're high you like Beavis and Butthead now? Or, no, you know? no, but they're like everything. It's funnier. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Because there's this episode I watched. I don't know if it's funny. Like, I haven't watched it since because I watch, like, random episodes. One of the episodes, they're watching the music video, uh, Everybody's Working for the Weekend. Everybody's working for the... And they're like, this band played at the fair last year. (laughs) Remember that, that, all them pigs? I remember. (laughs) Remember that one that had the balls that hung really low? I think that was the bassist. (laughs) You're good, man. I, 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 that's another one I never got into. I don't, I probably because I didn't have like access to like too much TV growing up, but I never oh. really got, really got into uh, Beavis and Butthead. I completely missed that whole thing. But like, I came back and like watched the shit that Rob Zombie did for it because I was so, such a Rob Zombie as a kid. So yeah. that's, uh, he, he did like animation for the movie, right? Um, he did a song for the movie and I believe right. he did, uh, he did the animation for the scene that his song was in. Yeah, that's right. Which which I always thought was fucking awesome. So it might be worth checking out. 
with with Beavis and Butthead, what made me attracted to it, and like my, I wasn't allowed to watch it. I was like five or six at the time. I snuck into my brother's room and watched it. Yeah. But uh, but Beavis and Butthead uh, would make fun of music videos in their episodes. Like they would have music videos that are playing on MTV at that time, okay. and they would just either make fun of it or say they like it. And normally it's metal that they loved. Like they were huge Guar fans. They oh, were yeah. huge. Like, like they were huge in like metal, and that's why a lot of metal heads were attracted to it. Makes total sense. I like. <laughs> do you like War? Oh, I fucking love War. Yeah, man, me too. They're, they're oh. a great show. We had them on the podcast. Or one of their members on the podcast. They they were which, a tough. Which one. one? Which one? Uh, his name. His real name was. It was the guitar player. I forget his fucking stage name. Was, uh, Ballsack Jaws of Death. No, it was the other one. Um, Postulus Maximus. Postulus Maximus, yes, yes, yeah. Good job. Or, you were tested a, on your guar knowledge right there, and you've surpassed me. Yeah. He's all. He's also the former guitarist of Cannabis Corpse. Is he? Yeah. I he love played, Cannabis Corpse. Yeah, he played in Cannabis Corpse before he joined Guar. Oh, that's fucking so cool, dude. I I I went to see one of the coolest shows I ever saw was I think it was like in 2011. It's like probably what's just crazy if that's 10 years ago right now is uh Black Dahlia Murder was touring Ritual and uh Cannabis Corpse was their support. And that was, it Dude, was that's so awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's it was awesome. In, it was in Mr. Smalls in Pittsburgh. Have you ever been to Mr. Smalls? Uh yes, I have. That's where I saw Guar twice. Yeah, that's like their they they told me that's like one of their favorite <laughs> places to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's so cool. Is that the only thing any only shows you've seen in Mr. Smalls is Guar? I think I saw, see, I've been to so many shows, I forget what venues I saw what. Yeah. Um, the only reason I know Mr. Smalls was where Guar was at was because it's in an old church. For anybody that's not that doesn't know, Mr. Smalls is in an old church. Yes, it is. And one of the first songs they played, not the first, but like the second or third song they played was Fucked by the Cross. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they brought out a preacher and shoved a crucifix in his ass. Yeah, and that's, that's what happened. <laughs> you, oh, you was there? Yeah, man, for sure. I was at the same show. Yeah, man, we, I'm sure we've been to a bunch of shows together, but not together. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, when, shows, when shows come back, we need to hit up some shows because I'm near Pittsburgh. I know. Now you're in, well, that's, you know, I guess we should have said for people that, that don't know, you're in Youngstown, which is like an hour away from well, Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm not in Youngstown. Youngstown's an hour from me. I'm oh, in. Okay. I'm about 20 minutes from Wheeling, West Virginia. Oh, are you? Okay, that's not. That's even closer, yeah. isn't it, to Pittsburgh? I'm maybe? about a, I'm about an hour 20 minutes away. Okay, that's 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 similar then. All right, yeah, similar cool. similar length. Did you grow? Is that the town you grew up in? Yeah, I grew up here. I actually went and visited for a few months, Phoenix, Arizona. I stayed out there a little bit with a buddy of mine just to see what it was like, and then came back home. Nice man. How what you do in Phoenix? Because that when I first met you, uh, you were in Phoenix, right? Yeah, yeah. In Phoenix, no, I think you're on the podcast when I was in the middle of going to Phoenix. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I think, but Phoenix is no. You, me, and you did the podcast right when I got to Phoenix. I think we knew each other before that, though, due to Garak. Sure, sure. Yeah, this is true. Um, but yeah, like Phoenix was great, hot as hell, but great. Uh, they don't know what snow is in Phoenix. That was weird. Um, <laughs> Are you talking about cocaine? Uh, no, that's in Vegas. Um, oh, okay, <laughs> but you pass that too. You're you're quick. You're quick, Mike Peaksock. That's not what the ladies say, though. Um, no, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do quickies, man. Unless it's like somebody's mom. But uh, let's. <laughs> yeah. I feel the opposite, but good for you. What What do you think of uh, the recent deaths, man? Like, what the fuck? Of like Bob Saget? You talking about? I I hate to be negative on the show, but goddamn, we lost we lost America's grandma. Okay, with Betty White. Listen, all right. Here's my call, <laughs> Betty and Betty White. How long did people want that bitch to live? Forever. You know what I'm saying, though. Like, we're like, it's it. Like, can we get over it? By now, yeah, no, she, she was no. hundred. She had a great run. She was the coolest old lady ever. Everyone dies. She, so she wasn't. She wasn't a hundred. 
<laughs> True. She was. She was very. She was closer than all fucking get. That's for sure. If if we're well, lucky. actually, I saw a post that said, "Can we actually agree that she made it to a hundred? Because look at how many leap years she survived." Yo, yeah, we're gonna go with hundred. <laughs> you know, she she's been through a lot. Uh, no disrespect to Betty White, but uh, but like, come on, Bob Saget hit way harder than Betty White to me. Yeah, but for me, Betty White hit hard because I had a crush. Um, hear me out. <laughs> She I'm, was, I, I'm a, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> she was she was almost a hundred years old, and she did an interview like a couple months before she died. She was working on two TV shows at the age of a hundred. Uh huh. And she was uh, planning yeah. she was planning on doing like a comeback after her hundredth birthday. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, are you gonna slow down? <laughs> like, but what what I all respect to Betty White. Rest in peace. Repping. I say that. I say this out of respect because Betty White and Bob Saget would both laugh at this. So I will say it. Within a month, we have lost America's grandma and America's creepy uncle. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> 2022, man, you know? Well, Bob Saget, there's some people, like, I know it's not all over the internet, but there is a group of people I saw on my Facebook that are like, the guy was a predator. I'm like, there's no proof of that. How was he? he jo- did they do people actually think that? People think that because of jokes he told on his first stand-up special and during his roast. Well, because, couldn't, they, couldn't they just be jokes? Yeah, but you know how people are nowadays. I know. People are like, people are like, why would you joke about having sex with a child uh, if you're not actually a predator? And I'm like, dude, it was back then. Like, I'm not defending the joke, but it's a joke. Bob Saget just went through the death of his father and his way of mourning his father and the way of getting over it was just making fucked up jokes he actually said in an interview he regrets doing that special really because because that's not how his comedy always was like he is dirty but not that bad i really never watched his stand-up but i i would be interested to check it out he said uh, on a special that he he's like a uh, full house was great like his whole thing with the show was just to be as offensive as possible because he's American. I like, I like that though. I think that's, that's great humor. I feel like once comedians have to start defending themselves, it gets, it gets weird yeah. because people suck. Well, Bob and like Dave Chappelle though, uh, Dave Chappelle, they're trying to cancel and you can't cancel him because he don't apologize. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Bob Saget stated that, you know, he was just trying to be as offensive as possible because at that time we knew him as Danny Tanner. Um, Well, he came out on a special and he told a joke like uh, during Full House, he's like, I loved Full House. It was awesome. It was great. 12 years. I had sex with everybody on that show. Um, (laughs) It's it's like, that's a joke. That's a joke. Um, That bitch, Kimmy Gibbler, I just put her high on NyQuil and put my finger in her butt. It wasn't like he said crazy shit like that. And yes, they were. Yes, they were children at the time. But like the people that he was joking about was in on the joke. They have since defended Bob Saget. They have since stated that Bob has been nothing more than a great friend and everything. It's just jokes and roasting each other. He didn't actually do anything he joked about, but he was very unprofessional on the set of Full House. In what way? Uh, he would make very inappropriate jokes while the kids were around, not towards them, but very inappropriate jokes while the kids were around. He would cuss while holding one of the Olsen twins. He'd fucking fuck you and like crazy shit like that but it was the 90s <laughs> yeah you could do whatever you wanted then right <laughs> like this was when south park came out <laughs> right oh either way. i mean you don't have to like him i didn't know you know i didn't know all that stuff but I, it doesn't make me like it actually kind of makes me like him more honestly <laughs> <laughs> i'm all for a good offensive joke you know my favorite offensive comedian, and I'm surprised nobody went after him, is Anthony Jeselnik. Do you know he's from my hometown, Anthony? Yeah. I was just going to say, Anthony, he's from he's from the South Hills of Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's yeah, fucking man. hilarious. He's he is fucking... so funny. I love him. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I love dry humor like that. It's just like his his jokes. You have to you have to sit with for a while, and then they're like more fucked up. I love that stuff, dude. I actually saw a legendary comedian uh, when it comes to like dry humor and one-liners. You might not have heard of him, but the guy inspired comedians such as Mitch Hedberg, 
Um, and I, I forget who else. I mean, there's a list of people like Mitch that he inspired. Stephen Wright. I've heard of him. Yeah. I, um, he's not for everyone because he talks like this his entire show. Sure. This is just how he talks. And uh, and when he came out, he was like, um, this isn't my clothes. They must have got mixed up at the airport. Last week I was wearing a dress. And that was before my luggage got mixed up. And like, and like everybody was like, wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, I'll watch it like that. Back on Anthony, the funniest yeah. thing I remember him saying, and this wasn't even one of his funniest jokes. It was just a great opener. He came out and was like, it's great to be in Los Angeles. The women here are always, no, Chicago. It's great to be in Chicago. All the women here are always beautiful. I say that regardless of what's going on in this room tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's sick. I, I've heard that joke. I, I feel like I know I know who this is. Yeah, that was Anthony uh, Jeselnik. That yeah, that's right. That's okay. Yeah, Anthony Jeselnik, for sure. He came He came out on stage and was like making... And did you know that him and Anthony, Amy Schumer had a secret relationship at one time? No, it makes total sense, though. Yeah, um, when they did the roast, Jeff Ross had to rewrite a lot of his shit because Anthony Jeselnik didn't want him uh, telling people that them two were dating. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Which is crazy. And Jeff Ross also stated that when it comes to roasts, the celebrities get to state what you can and can't joke about. And when he did the Donald Trump roast, Donald had a list like two pages long oh, about, what you, about what you can't joke about. Um, Mike Tyson had one request, only one. Uh, you can't bring up the rape charges that he had in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Good request. Um, he good said, request. Yeah, good on his part. Charlie Sheen didn't give a fuck. He, he, was, he was like, check about whatever you want. I didn't know they even had a say in that. that kind oh, of they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Yep. Which is crazy because if you watch the roast and how bad they get, you're like, how? <laughs> like, how is there how is there requests? That's like one of my go ahead. Just, have you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy? Yeah, I've thought about it. I could see you doing that. You're you're a fucking character, bro. I could never do it. I could never do it. I, I feel like I do it in my own like way, but you you could I feel like do it. I feel like you should. I've been told, but I'm more into like sketch comedy podcasts, like talking to people. Like That's I think true. I'm fu- I think I'm funnier when I'm talking. I can't really like be up on stage and tell life stories, even though I have some crazy ass stories. I mean, <laughs> maybe stories aren't your joke. I think it's just <laughs> I don't know, man. Your quick your quick dry one liners are funny. And your whole whole look is funny. The issue I run into, though, is some of the jokes. I have the Robin Williams issue. Robin Williams was very improv. Yeah. And in in his life, he got in trouble a lot for stealing jokes when he didn't realize what he said was something somebody else had already said. He just said it. It just came out. off the cuff, yeah. Yeah. What a legend that dude was, though. Right? Like, that motherfucker was awesome. I know, man. So sad too how how he how it ended up, but that that's the story, man, of the sad clown, bro. His whole bit though was, uh, did you hear his bit about getting drunk in Scotland? No. He's like, if you want, if you want to really have fun, get drunk with a Scotsman because you can't fucking understand him in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> probably true. So when they're drunk, it's probably like whatever. He's like, he woke up and called his buddy. He's like, I'm throwing up blood, and he's like, and. <laughs> what do you like, want me to do it's like scottish people don't drink to get drunk they drink to die that's what they do that's, that's what they do do you drink no i'm i'm just i just smoke some green that's about that's it right. that's cool I, I i quit drinking totally for almost two years i just uh limit it to like just special occasions i'll have a few maybe one but mm-hmm. nothing no, no nowhere near like i used to but I, I used to do it quite a bit and some funny stories do come out of that. So it, it does, it doesn't enrich your, your comedy holster. You know what I mean? Well, growing up, like I've drank and stuff, but like, I've never understood, I never understood the drinking culture. Like that's yeah. why I haven't had much, like I had friends and acquaintances over the years, but never anybody that I would, a group of people I'd hang out with a lot because everybody wants to drink. And I'm like, I don't. Good for you, man. I don't see the fun in that. Like, I'll smoke some green and shit and hang out, but. Good for you, bro. I always used to get hammered and go to shows. 
that was how I spent, <laughs> how I spent my entire childhood. I wish I remembered more. Well, in the last decade, I've done nothing but go to concerts until the pandemic hit. So, like, I had no time to drink. <laughs> Good. Don't, don't. It's a bad thing to start. So I'm not, I'm not advocating it. But there I, was I, one. There was one year. You're gonna laugh at this because you're gonna be like, "Wow, you're dedicated." One year, I think it was 2018. I think it was. I went to Rock on the Range, uh, Louder Than Life, and Chicago Open Air. Now, I didn't go all three days of all the festivals. I also went to Bourbon and Beyond. Um, four festivals, but two of them I only went one day of. And there's a funny story why I went to Louder Than Life that year. Okay. Ozzy Osbourne announced that he was doing shows, and the closest show was Chicago. Um, so I bought tickets, and I said, fuck it, I'm going to Chicago. I haven't seen Ozzy yet. I'm going. We are on our way to Chicago, and Ozzy announces that he's going to be at Louder Than Life, which is in Louisville, Kentucky, which is closer, much closer than Chicago. Right. But I'm already on my way. So I'm like, fuck it. I bought tickets to Louder Than Life, too. Because I'm like, I'm seeing Ozzy twice. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, OzFest 20, I think it was 2019. It was one show in LA. for It was like the New Year's show. Me and my girlfriend went out to see it. We just on a whim, just we bought tickets and we came home like the next day. Dude, it, was, after, it was fucking incredible. After things settled, dude, I'd love to fly with you somewhere because I've never flown before. I'd love You've to get never flown. Let's go, bro. You fly. We'll, we'll, go, we'll, go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go somewhere, fly, bro. We'll fly. You, you, some, you supply, you supply the green, and we'll, we'll, we'll handle it. We'll, well, we'll if, if, security. If we go to LA, dude, we can just buy it out there. Here's that too. But it's more expensive. I like to be a renegade and break the law whenever possible. You know what we could do? Go to Phoenix, yeah. Arizona, where it's cheaper than here. Is and, it? Yeah, buy it. Well, it's about the same price, but taxes are a little different. Uh, you can go to a dispensary out there and just drive it to L.A. Because you did just say on the air that you wanted to fly with it, so they're probably listening now. No, they've, <laughs> they've been listening. There's no there's no. <laughs> I'm even trying to hide it. <laughs> That's one of the tamer things I've said on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Not worried. Are you on the FBI's watch list? I'm sure I am, dude. Don't you know? I but I hide nothing. That's my, you know, that's my that's yeah. my trick. You know who's a great back on comedians. I'm sorry, my brain's all over the place sometimes, as you've known from my. I show. like this about you. It makes for an interesting <laughs> podcast. Um, Bill Burr is a legend, in my opinion. He's yeah. legend status, especially interviews. He was on a morning talk show, and he was sitting there, and they're like, people say that you uh, you went a little too far because you made fun of uh, the Catholic religion. And Bill Burr's like, don't you think the Catholics went a little too far with that boy fucking shit? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that. It's so true, dude. You know? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> that's 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 it that's it in a nutshell right there because he was like i know i'm on a morning show and you can't say certain things but <laughs> went a little too far didn't they like, don't you think they went too far too yeah it's crazy i got another funny video since we're both fans of music and comedy of course ever watch ever watch um what's his name hold on i'm trying to remember his name uh he was on the uh that radio show with Bob, uh, not Bob and Tom, but the other one. I forget the name of it, but they were on a radio show and it was Ace Fraley they were interviewing. Oh, love and, Ace, dude. And they're like, hey, they're like, hey, Ace, have you seen this movie going around called Two Girls, One Cup? And Ace is like, no. And they're like, do you want to watch it? He's like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they turn it on. And here's Ace's reaction to Two Girls, One Cup the whole time. Hmm. Yeah, and then and then you hear the part where they start doing what they do, and he's like, ha, "Where's the toilet paper? Huh? <laughs> where was this? Where can you find this video? Just look up Ace Fraley watches Two Girls One Cup." But the best part uh, is at the very end of the video, he looks over at the guys. He's like, "I've seen a lot worse than that on the road. That's for sure." I was, yeah, I was just <laughs> gonna say he's watching it like this happened in Kiss's dressing room like every night. <laughs> And the, the, the funny as fuck part is he's like, I'm more into water sports. It's less messy. 
Like so, I just found I just found it. That's so funny, dude. I've actually never seen that. I've only heard the legends about it. I, I feel like if I watch it, it will be it will just like not live up to what I want it to be. I've not watched that. I've not watched one guy, one genre. I've not watched. I don't think I've watched any of them besides like maybe a couple. There was one a friend of mine sent me, and my comedic mind laughed, even though I shouldn't have. Um, since there's no censorship on the show, here we go. Uh, it was a. It was a website. It's not in existence anymore. You might be able to find the video, though, because this was the golden age of the Internet where they had websites for just videos. Remember that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like well, the it was website around one video. Yeah, it was yeah. called I Like the Fishies. And you click on it, and it had, like, the background that says I Like the Fishies, and it was like a video. You click on it, and all you see is this Asian chick with, with her legs spread over her head. And this other Asian chick takes a funnel and sticks it in her ass okay they take about five six maybe seven eels and they put it down the funnel now she the live distance eels? like live eels yeah the distance she gets on this is fucking legendary she shoots them out with so much speed velocity <laughs> that it flies across the room each one and I'm sitting there like they should make this an Olympic sport. Like you know what say. I mean? That brings a whole new meaning to laser tag. You know what I mean? Be a, should be a Mortal Kombat fatality. <laughs> Either end. <laughs> the eel woman. Yeah. It's the new superhero. Speaking of superheroes, have you watched my podcast when I talked about the uh, comic book I want to write? No. Um, Tell me about the comic book you want to write. Um, I want to make a comic book called uh, Captain Spunk and His Brown Eye. Now, about any of this, <laughs> it's about this hero. His name's Captain Spunk. He was bitten by a porn star or a prostitute, wh whatever story you want to follow. So now he has the same powers as Spider Man, but from his dick. Uh, he, sh he shoots this acidy cum stuff, and sometimes he can shoot out of it and have like webs and fly around. And his partner, Brown Eye, is a has one una eye that is brown and they, and they fight their enemies which is a group of pirates uh called the butt pirates uh, and that's, i think you could do a little better with the name butt pirates but we'll, we'll think of a better we'll think of a better nemesis that's that's too uh -T -T -E. everyone, everyone knows butt pirates b-u-t-t-e the, the butt pirates I got it. Okay. They're from, uh, there's actually a town of Butte in the United States. So they'd be called the Butte Pirates. The Butte Pirates. All right. There's, ac there's, a, there's actually a uh, sports team called the Butte Pirates. I don't know if you know that or not. No, I did not know that. I don't, I, actually, I'm a terrible I think sports a person. Me too. But like, I know all the funny names. Oh. <laughs> That's like uh, North Carolina has the Cox. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. could you imagine those events? Let's go, Cox! Let's, Let's go, Cox. <laughs> so if, then, if this dude's dick has Spider-Man powers, does it, like, climb up buildings? Or is it attached? Tech? Yeah, does it, is it, does it stay attached to him? Uh, I mean, you're opening up whole new gates, a detachable spider dick. Yeah, that, that's Damn. where I go. That's where I go. <laughs> you can have that if you want it. <laughs> a detachable spider dick. Yeah, that's... I mean, not, that's you did say his dick only has the powers of Superman, right? Or Spider-Man, so I'm thinking dick is Spider-Man. <laughs> have you seen the new Spider-Man? I have not. Have you? Fuck yes, it's amazing. I hate Marvel movies. I'm such a cynical prick, I'm sorry. I don't like them. I, I'm weird because I didn't watch the Spider-Man movies before this one besides one and two, and my buddy just kind of gave me like a rundown of what happened. And I'm like, cool. And then I watched it, and I'm like, dude, this is probably the best Marvel movie I've seen. That's what everybody's saying, so I'm going to end up having to see it, because I do like the original, like, Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, like, the, the first one and two, and even even the third one, I think, is okay. But I just, you know, after the Avengers and all that that, that stuff, I just, like, totally, I, I can't you, do it. You do need to know what happened in the last Spider-Man movie, because it takes place right after it. Okay. But, but you can just look up what happened before you watch it. That's what I'll do, yeah. Because this movie is fucking awesome. Um, have you seen the commercial? Yeah. Do you know who the bad guys are? Did you yeah, see that, that commercial? Like, yeah, it's like the fucking original villains, yeah. like Green Goblin. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Hawk, and Hawk. Doctor, 
Doc Ock, and then there's there's a few others, but we're not going to get into that yet. Yeah. But yeah, it's incredible. And also, they plan on doing a Batman movie, I guess. Oh yeah, with uh, Robert Pattinson, right? And they're planning on bringing back Michael Keaton. They plan on doing like a Flashpoint type thing. Oh, that's cool as fuck. Yeah, I like they're Batman. Planning on, they're planning on doing a Flashpoint thing, which would, makes me wonder: Are you going to end up with Batman with throat problems again? Yeah, it's <laughs> coming back. I, I hope so. This heavy smoker Batman. <laughs> Batman's always probably been my favorite superhero if I had to pick. I like DC, the dark, the darkness. I like the swamp thing quite a bit too. My favorite character, and it's weird because I've always loved DC, but Deadpool has always been my go-to. Deadpool's sick, and the movies are great. I think, right? Because Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Like he he's really the is, yeah. he's the perfect fucking Deadpool. <laughs> he's like you got your name from an Ajax container. <laughs> Every movie I've seen Ryan Reynolds in, I'm like that's just Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, he nailed it. That was made for him. Too. Have you played the game? They made a game for PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah, I, I messed with it a little bit. It's fun. The controls are a little weird. At least the one I played was. I don't know if they were just programmed that way, but damn, they were weird. Were they? Yeah, I'm not a yeah. big video game person either. That's where I just like my friends have them and shit, and I just hang out and watch them play sometimes. <laughs> you know, we're, we're similar in that aspect. The only yeah. way I played Deadpool is because it was Deadpool. Right. Right. I play like Resident Evil and Mortal Kombat. And that's it. Oh, you like you like horror. Look at that ring. Look at that. What is that? Is that Freddy Krueger? That's Freddy Krueger. Fuck yeah, dude! Absolutely. I've, yeah. I, I found I found one of uh, Captain Spaulding that I want to get. Oh hell yeah, dude! Love Captain Spaulding. Rest I love it to the legend Sid Haig. <laughs> Don't you like fucking clowns? Aren't we fucking funny? <laughs> Fuck your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> aren't you little dick rick <laughs> played with his prick <laughs> yeah. legend you know rob zombie like resurrected his career yeah he was that retired was role. yeah and he was you know nowhere near as well i mean it was his most well-known role ever mm-hmm. wasn't, he re- wasn't he a retired western actor yeah he was uh yeah shit like that and he did uh when he was real young he did like horror movies when he was like a kid Mm-hmm. There's one called Spider Baby. I don't know if you ever heard of that. No, I have not. It's uh, the White Zombie has a song called Spider Baby on Lost Exorcisto. And uh, oh, nice. the movie features Sid Haig is like 20 in it. It's really good. Oh, awesome. I'll check it out. Check out Spider Baby for sure. Spider Baby. You I, got a ho- listening. I got a horror movie for you to check out. And oh. I know we should do a second podcast eventually of B-rated horror films. Definitely. Uh, okay. Let's go. Um, I do have one for you, though. Uh, it is by Charles Band. I don't know if you know who Charles Band is. I know the man well. <laughs> he is legendary in the B-rated horror film. Full industry. Moon Productions, brother. Absolutely. Then you are familiar with Evil Bong. I have. I'm familiar <laughs> with Evil Bong one through three. <laughs> <laughs> After that, they suck. Yeah. Is there four? Six. There's six Evil Bong movies? I oh, do man. believe there's six. There might be more than that because they made Evil Bong versus uh, Ginger Dead Man, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. No, there's uh, at least seven of them. That's in, in, that's incredible. Yep, there's there's at least seven of them. That's Tommy, I wish Tommy Chong was in the other ones, but unfortunately he's not. All those movies are awesome. The Puppet Master movies are fucking awesome. I love, yeah, those are all sweet. Charles Band rules, in my opinion. I kind of wish Charles Band could get like a better production or more like money because Puppet Master has potential of having a remake that has the technology of now. Oh, definitely. They're they're there's there's only a matter of time before they remake Puppet Master. Dude, Puppet Master versus Chucky would be sweet. Puppet Master <laughs> would kill Chucky all day long. Everyone's <laughs> freaking out about Chucky. I'm like Blade from Puppet Master would own Chucky. Well, now Chucky's kind of scary because they added, like, soul splitting, where he could put his soul in multiple dolls. Really? Is yeah. That, is that in the series? Yep. Yeah. Well, it's, I don't know if it's in the TV series yet, but it's it was in the, one of the movies. Oh, okay. I've, I've lost track with those, too. I like Bride of Chucky. That's where I, <laughs> that's where I tapped out, I think. The, mo- the TV series is really good. I hear, I hear it is, because the, and- they have Don Mancini doing it. Yeah, and uh, Andy's back. Um, 
Charles Lee Ray's back, of course, played by um fuck. God damn it. I'm is it, is it Brad Dorf. Yeah, Brad Dorf's back. Yeah. Which Mark Hamill as a voice actor was an amazing Chucky. The movie sucked. <laughs> what the now, new one? The newest the one, child play? The remake they did? Yeah, was it, was, yeah, Mark Hamill was Chucky in that. Yeah, he Mark Hamill. Okay. Yes, Luke Skywalker and the Joker. Yeah, that's right. Um, he played Chucky. Now his voice acting's amazing, but the movie was a steaming pile of shit. And I'll tell you why. Of course. I've met, I've mentioned this before. I'll mention it again. The movie, the original Child's Play, was about um, a serial killer who died. His soul went into a doll, and he has this kid who he wants to put his soul into, and he kills anyone that tries to stop him. Reasonable. In the new movie, Chucky is just a doll that was reprogrammed by a disgruntled employee and is just out to kill everyone. Yes, so has, I, yeah, I didn't see it, I don't think. I might. Yeah, he has, he has no real purpose. Other than just to kill, yeah, that's kind of like that's kind of like Halloween when they got rid of the whole cult stuff. They kind of like went downhill. The 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 Thorn trilogy rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Thorn trilogy. They got rid of that. I'm like, then what's the point of Michael Myers now? You took away his reason. Well, yeah. Then they made it about Jamie Lee Curtis again with H2O, and And she died in the second. What was the second movie? Yeah, the Halloween Resurrection. Yeah, and then Buster Rhymes. Like I've I've said this, I've said this on so many podcasts, but I will repeat it for you. If you follow the first storyline, like the original storyline of John Carpenter's Halloween to like the last movie, it ends with Michael Myers getting drop kicked into a burning garage by Buster Rhymes. Like that. That's how his story arc ends, and that's how that's how it, that's how he dies. It's the greatest. Correct. Greg has been telling me, he's like, that's how Michael Myers really died. Like, he died by Buster Rhymes. He died by Buster, yeah. He, he, yeah. <laughs> I will not steal Greg's thunder, but he definitely heard that from me. <laughs> it's, my, guess, it's my favorite thing to tell anybody ever. Isn't that crazy? That yeah. one, one nonstop. They need to make a Buster Rhymes versus uh, Jason Voorhees movie. They do. Buster Rhymes is in fucking awesome shape now. He can come back and do it and he can kick ass. I'll sponsor him. You know what they need to do in the next uh, Halloween movie? What? Have have Michael Myers at the very end of the movie walking towards Jamie Lee Curtis and she rips off his mask and it's, yeah, baby, yeah. It's it's Austin. (laughs) Mike Myers, yeah. It's Mike Myers dressed up like Austin Powers. What if it was Busta Rhymes and then Busta Rhymes (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis with a dropkick? All time, Buster Rhymes took the mask and has been killing people. Yeah, that's this. That's the new one. Yeah, that's the new trilogy. Is Buster Rhymes? You know what's really fucked up is the Michael Myers mask is just a William Shatner mask. Yeah, painted white. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's the best mask. The first, the original one. They could never top that one. And that was just yeah, yeah. Because they didn't, if I'm not mistaken, they didn't have the budget, so they just grabbed a uh, Captain Kirk mask and painted it. Right, and it's still the best mask, <laughs> like ever of, of all the movies. Yeah, ever really, and in, in horror, <laughs> yeah, like it's the most recognizable. It's an all white face with that weird hairdo. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's perfect, man. Well, as we get to the end of this podcast, bro, it's been a fucking awesome time. We definitely have to do this again. Maybe on maybe on the plane to Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> that would work. Right, pink sock plane ride. <laughs> right there, we go. High ride, high flying with the Crypt Keeper. Oh my <laughs> I um, have to ask you the, the question I ask everybody at the end of this. Being a music fan, I'm excited to hear your answer. What is your favorite Black Sabbath album? Oh, Black Sabbath. I have to go... God damn, bro. That's a hard one to put me on the spot. I, I Probably, I, Take your time. I got it. It's okay. What, what era? Any era. Any era. Now you're really hitting me hard. Yeah, um, you can pick maybe I'm, your favorite from each era and dwindle it down if you like. We've had people okay. do that before. Okay, I will go with with the Aussie era. I got to go classic with Paranoid. Can't that was a ground. Wrong. That was a groundbreaking album. Absolutely. Um, and then we got to go with Ian Gillen. Of course, the one album he was on, Born Again, a uh, great album. Bro, I have. <laughs> I'll be right back. When I, when I find this, it'll be legendary. I have a born again t-shirt 
Dude, I fucking love that. Right? And I got this on, like, it was like a, a sketchy, like, ad on, like, Facebook. This came from, like, <laughs> it took, like, 60 days to get here. It came from, like, Thai, Thailand or some shit like that. And it's it is, uh, quality. it is, if you could feel this on here, though, it's, like, it's so weird. This is, it's, like, a sticker. It's, like, this is, like, a giant <laughs> sticker on a black t-shirt of this, of the devil baby from Born Again. But I fucking well, the fact- love Born Again, bro. The fact that you have a born again shirt is legendary. Depending, it doesn't even matter the quality at this point. Oh, it's yeah, I wear it all the time. I'm, I'm really not, worried, but I just wanted you to see that. Dude, Born Again was a great album, very underrated. And then we're gonna go into an era that not a lot of people touch on Tony Martin, which was probably when it comes to Dio or Tony. Uh, I love Dio, no disrespect, but Tony was very underrated. Headless Cross, amazing album. Fantastic. One of my very favorites. It's probably my second favorite album. Headless Cross. Be, yeah. We, be, we talk about that on our Listen Wrist podcast all the time. It's how much we love the Tony Martin era and more people need to know. So, yep. It'd be my second favorite. You could have Tony Martin on the show if you wanted, probably. Uh, we tried, bro. You'll be you'll be surprised how hard it is to nail down Tony, bro. He's he's <laughs> he, we've we've talked to his management and shit. It's uh we're trying, but he he's a tough, he's a tough uh tough buffalo to grill in. I, I found him on Facebook and he I added him, but all he does is post a bunch of old Sabbath stories. He, he doesn't really. Oh, I'm on there very... too, man. I'm following. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I tried everything I could. <laughs> we'll get him one day. If not, we both can get him and we can do a combined podcast. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> sorry, Tony Martin. You're going to be hijacked for like three hours. <laughs> um. Also, we got to go, of course, into the Dio era. Um, oh God, that was a good era. Mob Rules. Yeah. Either that or Heaven and Hell, the last one they yeah. did. Oh, you mean the uh, the the last album they did? The I last album. Was just, called, just called Heaven. It's w called you know. the Devil You Know, because the band was not called the band was called Heaven and Hell at that point. Yeah, and yeah. I think they should have done that to begin with because they're not Black Sabbath at that point, in my opinion. Like, right, I agree. It's a totally different band. It was different, like, yeah, the, the same lyricists, but it, the lyrics were very different. The instrumentals was very different. The whole vibe was totally different. Yeah, it was, like, completely different. Like, Tony Martin, they should have called Heaven and Hell and just been Heaven and Hell from there on out. Because Tony Martin and Dio had a very similar style. Yeah, man. Tony Martin rules. I, uh, Tony Iommi says he's trying to get those albums reissued and kind of back into the public eye. So I hope Dude, that happens. Badass. I think more people would fucking totally dig them. I, I found a, one of my favorite live Sabbath albums. It's not even with a singer they released an album with, and I wish they would have. It was, I think, at a Ozfest or something. Ozzy was sick, and Rob Halford and Judas Priest stepped in. It's a great set. Yeah, that's legendary. And I'm like, and didn't they do a couple of Dio era songs in that one? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, holy was, shit. I'm like, yeah, it was awesome. Rob Halford would have been perfect in that era of Sabbath. He would have been, but you know, Judas Priest is arguably just as perfect. Yeah, but I would love to see Rob Halford get back with Fight or Same. do two or do two again. I don't know if you've heard of his band too. Oh, yeah, two. Yeah. That's when he Didn't came last... out. That's when he officially came out as gay. It was he was promoting two. Yeah. And uh John John Five was the main one of the main songwriters at the time for two. Yeah. And he said the one music video they ever released was in this weird barn and there was porn stars everywhere making out, having sex and shit. And, it, and they asked John, like, what did Rob think of this? He's like, I didn't see Rob the whole time. I was just like, whoa, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Rob loved it. But yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna do some shameless promotion real quick. Please, yeah, know, yeah. Please. I know that you want to get going because you wanted an hour. So... Please. Um, check out Pink Sock Podcast. We are on YouTube. You can just go to youtube.com slash the Pink Sock Podcast or just search Pink Sock Podcast. We're the only Pink Sock Podcast because we're the only fucked up people to name our podcast that. It's true. Um, we are on YouTube. Right now it's under my YouTube. It's my uh, www.youtube.com slash Mike Eusnick. I'm trying to switch it to Pink Sock, but it's a bitch to change shit over on YouTube. <laughs> it's a real bitch. Is that scotch or is that water? It's water. This is okay. clear, clear liquid. <laughs> Could be urine. I don't Tequila. know. <laughs> but yeah, Pink Sock Podcast is on YouTube. We're on uh, Facebook. We're working on being on Twitch. Uh, 
I mean, there's so much social media that you can hit. We are on Instagram. You can check us out. I'm on Instagram. Just look up Mike Husnick. Uh, you can look up Pink Sock Podcast on Instagram. We're there. We're everywhere, just about. We're trying to get on Spotify. And you heard it here first, motherfuckers. And I will link all that in the show notes okay. when, this, when this is out okay. next week. So. Okay. What are you going to put the description as? We talked about everything. We talked about Betty I, White. Yeah, I'm just going to – I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. It's just going to – whatever naturally happens is just going to be – listen at your I'm own gonna, risk probably is going gonna, is gonna to be what it says. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question that I used to always ask guests. And okay. I kind of quit because she died, but I'll ask you. Okay, if this was the year 2020, would you have had sex with Betty White? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. You right? had to. It was yeah. respect. It's respect. I mean yeah. – out of, out, out of common courtesy she would have wanted it like right. I mean, yeah yeah that's that wasn't even that wasn't a hard question at all <laughs> I, w- I would have went swimming in her lake placid you know what i mean like lovely yeah lake placid, <laughs> that's a childhood fantasy i love lake placid and betty too, awesome. i love you mike thanks for doing this bro we'll love do you. it again all right live long rock hard brother live long rock hard yourself my guy thank you